Hello, everybody. This is Rich Romersa, owner-operator, East Rosebud Fly Shop, and we're back for another podcast, an East Rosebud Studios podcast. Um, and I'm joined by my wonderful, wonderful co-host, Brandon Booty. What's up, everyone? <coughs> What's up, everyone? How you, how you guys yeah. doing? Thanks yeah. for listening. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, you know, we got, uh, I got some good news and I got some bad news. Which uh, one you want to hear first? Let's hear the, the good news first. The, the good news is, you know, I feel this has been good enough to keep doing. That is that. That's great news. The bad news is is that the fly fishing podcast Nielsen ratings came in late last week, and uh, we dropped from ten viewers to nine. So we lost a viewer. Lost a viewer. Yeah, that's all right. We'll gain them back. Yeah, hopefully. I mean, you think it was the you know baby's arm with a with an apple at the end of it comment? <laughs> you, did, that could have been uh, it. That could have been it. So. So since we last met, um, I took a significant trip, a significant hosted East Rosebud trip with a great group um, to Kaya Cruz, Cuba. And I wanted to talk about this uh, during the podcast because I, I cannot begin to describe how moved I was personally by going back to Kaya Cruz and spending that, that time with the same hotel kitchen wait staff and and the guiding apparatus the the five guides that guided our five skiffs and for the folks out there that haven't taken a lot of guiding trips or the folks out there that have never done a saltwater trip i'm going to give you a lesson because some guides are way better than others it's just that simple just like some electricians are better than others guides are the difference between great motivators and teachers in the sport and flat out fucking dickheads and at kaya cruz cuba these five gentlemen these five guides that, that took care of my 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 anglers during this week i'm in love with these fuckers that's great that sounds uh, like you know i mean i you know i'm i i grew up in the pacific northwest i've been around different kinds of folk growing up you know i'm not a total square from montana and Cuba, Cuban people, they have a much different take, in my opinion, than other places I travel. And I've been to South America, Mexico a lot, the Bahamas. I ain't, I ain't been everywhere. But these people, um, because of the fucking dire economic situation in Cuba, I, you know, capital D, capital I, capital R, capital E fucking dire you know um i've actually taken some casual heat as fly shop dude for facilitating business to cuba you know you post a few pictures and some some you know some keyboard warrior is oh fuck you know they just just found out there's a chinese spy satellite uh you know in cuba since 2019 blah 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 and i'm sitting there going What's that got to do with Rico, who serves me my pina colada at the bar, bitch? Yeah, yeah, you have a point. Well, I mean, you know, it's you're you're a young man, so um, I'm I'm beautifully mature. I'm older. I'm in the sweet spot, I think. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. And I grew up fucking hating Cuba. I mean, you know, Cuba was a country that let the Russians, and you know, I'm 58 years old. I, you know. I hate Russians. You know, I'm kidding. But 
the influence of communism off of our shore, what, 90 miles from Florida to Cuba, whatever, close. You know, they put nuclear fucking warheads and pointed that shit at us back in the 60s when folks were losing sleep about nuclear war. Fucking young generation now, it's like, what's that? Is that on TikTok, bitch? <laughs> but when I was a kid, I remember, and I'm being sincere here, I, I remember like being scared about some fucker in Russia bombing my country. So that's all changed in the psyche of everybody now, but that's a big part of the, the Cuban dig is that, and you know, fair. I mean, you know, uh, you know, Jane, you know, Jane, Jane Fonda sat on a, a, a cannon, a North Vietnamese cannon during the Vietnam War, and she never really got her career back. So you point nuclear missiles at me, I'm fuck. I, you know, I don't care who you are, right? Yeah, so yeah. a lot of hatred towards Cuba for shit like that. Plus, when the revolution took over in the '50s or the '60s, and I'm no historian on Cuba here. Um, you know, they they commandeered all that beautiful beachfront property because I think a lot of American mobsters ran Cuba. Their can't Cuba was this high end gambling getaway with hot bitches and you know you know hot dice and hot cards and all that and fuck. But what happens in Cuba stays in Cuba. Shit like that. And then Fidel took over murderously so and hasn't been the same since. So there's a lot of Americans that just, you know, Cuba is this anti-American, communist, Russia, sympathizing, blah, blah, blah. And I'm sitting there thinking about Rico at the bar. Because the staff at the Calle Romano, Calle Cruz Hotel, which, which is where we stayed, I've never been surrounded, with, surrounded by more intelligent, legit, stand-up folks that have nothing to do with the dynamics of American Cuba. So when you take a group to Cuba, there's a little bit of a stigma with it. And um, I'm just here to say that it's all bullshit. The folks in Cuba are financially desperate. The economy in Cuba is at an all-time fucking low. I literally got the pleasure of getting to know some people at this hotel that are sharp, superbly communicative professional folks that are working full-time for this hotel making 40 fucking dollars a month that's insane let that soak in you know you know i i mean 40 bucks a month they're not bagging but you know you're in this environment you're able to you're able to you're able to give somebody a 50 dollar bill and change something for a week yeah. What could you do? What could you do in America to change somebody's week here? I mean, with fifty dollars, you know, fifty dollars is you know. Let's face it, you know, it's a couple of OnlyFans subscriptions. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> maybe, maybe three, three, maybe four, depending on who it is. So you know, it's 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 amazing to go to Cuba and go through this dynamic where I had a couple people in my group. One of them, a very good friend of mine, a, a, a superb angler. A good friend, um, I'm going to drop his name. His name's Dave Best. And uh, the reason I dropped his name is because I know Dave don't care. But Dave ended up being the fucking mayor of Kaya Cruz. He, he speaks Spanish pretty good, and people naturally love him here in America. 
It's certainly East Rosebud. But Dave, these people just were magnetized to Dave. And it was only because Dave was good and generous. We were with another group, a group of older dudes. Um, they weren't part of our group, but they were nice men. I mean, they really were. They were cool. They came there to fish. And I think their view on the staff and everything, and certainly in terms of the tipping and everything, was different. You know, you'll get some Americans that'll go there and they're thinking, okay, this is third world shit. I can get away with a third worth of the tips. Fuck yeah, that. Yeah, that's that fuck that's that I'm telling you, you know. Um it really was af after you after you put down that dough anyways, you know what I mean? Cuz it costs money to go there. You know that the you know tip them. You know what I mean? Yeah, this trip was 3800 plus another 400 for blah blah blah. You probably were into it for about 12, 1300 for your flights round trip and then Fuck, if you didn't spend a grand there that week on tips, you're a tight little bitch. Exactly. You know, yeah. that's, I mean, to me, that's just really the bottom line. So, so my, my point in this, this starting with these people, um, and I'm really talking right now about the staff at this hotel. This is how, this is how dire it is economically in Cuba, both in terms of pay as well as their ability to have things, get things, important things. Not, a fucking Netflix subscription, not an iPhone 14, 13, whatever it is now. But if you could give a Cuban a fucking insulated water bottle, it was like giving them a $500 bill. That's crazy. I'm going to say that one more time. An insulated water bottle. You know, I mean... High end, forty dollars. Bottom end at Walmart, fifteen. If you could hand that to a Cuban citizen, you fucking change their moment. That's how bad it is in Cuba. So I'm very proud to have gone there, fished there, and I'm going back to the same community next December. So I started with that because as I flew away from uh, Kaya Cruz um, from the Camagüey Airport. I ended up just really reflecting on the fact that I was really motivated and changed more by the guides and the people than I was the superb fishing opportunity. And it's kind of that way when you take these trips in a lot of instances, especially when you go the same place multiple times. It, it isn't anymore just some guide. It's, it's, it's the relationship building is immense. And when we were in Cuba, it, it, it took me over. And that, that's being straight with you, you know, how tough it is for them and how they took care of my group. And we were able to stay in this luxury, non-luxury hotel. That You know, the, ho the hotel that we stay at is very modern. It's very clean. But it's got a setup where you're basically enjoying an hors d'oeuvre getting the fuck bit out of you by mosquitoes. It's like an open-air setting that, like, if there's no wind or anything, you're going to get the shit picked out of you. And is that just like the common areas? Yeah, it is. Okay. Basically, you've got your rooms. My room was so nice. I mean, my room was so nice. It was a shame I did not have um, a smoking hot woman that I know with me. Because yeah. we'd enjoyed that room. <laughs> Sex shower. Always, always better with some company. Yeah. Nice. Really, really, really a nice room. So, you know, four grand airfare tips and here i am talking about this nice room with 
world-class fucking bone fishing right out there. It, it's, it's a great setup. So the people were the big thing. The guides made the week. The guides made the week. There were too many skiffs on the water. They, Avalon advertises, I think, eight. And fuck, I think there was 11. Every skiff they had was full. And that's fine. I, you know, I, you, you're not going to be at Kaya Cruz out there thinking there's a pressure with another boat. It, it's not quite like that. But um, a couple fewer skiffs is better. So when we go back um, this next December, we've got five skiffs reserved. So for 10 anglers. And this, this podcast is a bit of an advertisement because I want to fill this trip fast. This trip is gonna is for somebody that's an entry level saltwater angler or somebody that's fancy would be uh, permit and bonefish and certainly there are plenty of tarpon here but this is the trip. I mean this is the trip. I'll get into the fishing part on part two here but the people were it and and I was able to select the five guides that I fished with a year ago year ago June and. All of you people that went on this trip with me, you can fucking thank me right now because I got the best five guides out of that mix and you all benefited from that. That's what you get if you go on a hosted trip with East Rosebud. How about that shit? That's great. That's great. Yeah, they, they got to thank you on that. A guy, you know, the guides make a huge difference. They don't know, though. They don't know that, like, and, and this isn't bragging as much as just how much I take my job of hosting a trip seriously. You know, I reached out a couple months before and reserved those dudes because a year ago, June, they, it was the first trip I've ever gone on where you have a roster of guides, and we switch guides primarily every day so everybody has the fair mix of guides. There's no fucking drop off in talent, attitude, or friendliness. That's awesome. And there's probably a reason you got those guys guys you wanted to, you know. Yeah, they know, that, they know you treat them good and Well that's a that's a big part of it, but really, I mean the reason I requested them is I knew they would get my clients and my friends on fish. Yeah. That's why I did it. But from their end, you know, they're like, oh, you know, we know this group always teaches us good. We're going to give them what they want. You know, we're going to give them these five guides. Listen, they, they, and, and I got to close this out with it because I, you know, I've been, I've been running these segments too long. And, you know, my producer, my, my, my Jesus, Lydia, that's heavy, but that's how strong she is in, in East Rosebud. She could, she just does it all. She's the best. I've been running this shit too long. So I, I, I got to just quit yakking. But these guides, as I've developed these relationship with these men, and the way you can tip them, you can tip them every day if you want, and they get all that money. They get all that money. But at the end of the week, you have to tip them a certain amount, and that's per Avalon, and that might get spread out. I don't know how, what, why. It, you know, um, I, I'm going to share something here before I'm done. Um, when we exited Cuba. Once you checked in with American Airlines at the airport at Camagüey, you went through a single box type hallway with, I mean, it looked like a fucking like peep show. Looked like you walked into a room and the chick is on the other side of glass. It's just a weird, weird apparatus in Cuba. There's a dude, military customs cat sitting in there taking your picture, just like when you come through U.S. Customs. And I got through just like that. Doot, doot, doot. Hat off, take your picture. Doot, doot, doot. Gone. The next two dudes 
got shaken down for a hundred bucks. The next two dudes, he held up their passport with a handwritten note with a piece of paper, $100. He did not do that to me. There were no conditional differences between me leaving and them leaving as far as paperwork, passport, or nothing, right? He held up that $100. The first guy, my friend, gave the motherfucker the $100. There's no fucking $100 bill to leave Cuba. You got to buy a $100 visa coming in, but there ain't no fucking... That's a, that's a shakedown. The next guy, who's a good friend of mine, who's a cheap tipper, he fucking said no. And the guy said, okay, through. You're through. So that's Cuba. Stand, uh, stay, stay around for part uh, two. Um, this is our first official East Rosebud Studio sponsor. If you don't fish sage fly rods, then fuck you. Mm -hmm.